0: Okay, so I was listening to the Breakfast Club earlier, and I was listening to what Mike Epps was talking about as far as gatekeepers are concerned. And he was talking about how black people in Hollywood, there's certain people on certain levels that um, keep the gate (laughs) for other comedians, they're at the gate determining who can make it and who can't or who guess what star and role. You know, because basically, basically it's like this. When you are a star and you have a platform and you've made it to a certain level the the higher ups are looking to you to determine. Or you know. To kind of like make the decision as to. Who's the next. Star. Who's the next. Um, who's the next person up pretty much. is what I'm trying to say. So what. Mike Epps was trying to explain was. And he wasn't. Completely trying to throw. Um, Kevin Hart under the bus. But he was. You were saying like you, you know, you got people that are acting funny in the business. You understand? They're acting real funny because they're pretending to be victims when really they be starting shit. That's <laughs> what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. So I get what... I get what Kevin Hart. Excuse me. I get what Mike Epps was saying. Um, a lot of people was kind of like mad at Charlemagne. I was like looking at the comments, and a lot of people were saying that Charlemagne was trying to play devil's advocate, but that's what Charlemagne do. You know what I mean? That's 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 him. That's, that's Charlemagne. You know. Um, my thing is this: I think that Mike F spoke the one hundred percent truth. Because on any job, anywhere you go, you're always gonna have someone that's a gatekeeper that can block you from getting to your next spot. That's just the truth of things. That's the reality. That's just keeping it one hundred. And it's a damn shame, but it's the truth. The thing that got me was he was trying to explain that he wasn't hating on Kevin Hart. Because Kevin Hart wanted to switch the narrative and make it look like people hating him because he's so successful. But Mike Epps was trying to explain that he's got his own success. He's not hating on Mike, on, um, he's not hating on Kevin Hart. He's not hating on Kevin Hart because of his success, because Mike Epps has his own success and his own right. And, and, and Mike Epps has been around. As a matter of fact, he's been around on the top longer than, um, Kevin Hart. Now he might be looking at all of the shows and the venues, the big time venues that Kevin Hart has, and that's not knocking that. But there's a lot of people, especially in the black community, that don't think that Kevin Hart is really that funny. We keep it at one hundred, keep it a buck. A lot of people don't feel like he's that funny. So that was just an opinion from Mike Epps, you know? Mike Epps was just giving an opinion. You can't knock him for his opinion. He was just keeping it 100 and keeping it real. You know? A lot of people, you can't confuse talent and success. You can be successful and not be that talented. You could just know the right people. I know a lot of people in that position, man. I know a lot of rappers that have made it solely off the fact that they knew the right person. There's some people that you that you would not have even heard of if it was just based off of talent and talent alone. You know, so I have to. I have to. Um, I have to say I'm on. I'm on Mike Epps' side on this one. You know, to keep it 100 with y'all. I have to. I have to say I'm. I'm with. I think that Mike Epps is in the right on this one, and that's not even to. I, I mean, I don't watch no Kevin Hart movies. Are you going to say that I'm a hater? Because I don't think Kevin Hart is that funny? I'm not a comedian. I'm not even in that. I'm not in that. I'm I'm everything but a damn comedian. (laughs) You feel me? I'm definitely not no damn comedian. You know? I'm far from it. I'm up here updating the site here. I'm updating the website so you can hit a keyboard. Tapping in the background, but but yeah, man, I'm anything but that. But I feel what Mike Epps was saying was absolutely correct. You have gatekeepers that block certain individuals from going to that next level, all they gotta because you got even during slavery times, we had black people. Snitching <laughs> to massa. <master. laughs> Let's just keep it one hundred, man. We've always had those, you know. We've always had them that uh, those uppity negroes that were on a certain level that would say, "Massa, you sure you want to give him an extra piece of cornbread?" I saw him out there in them fields. It looked like he was taking too many breaks to me, master. You know, you always had those type. I I know a few of them myself and I've cussed a few of them out in my lifetime. Being modest, I've cussed out more than a few. I cussed them out on a daily. Basically, I'll be 100. Now I'm not talking about on this show. I'm talking about at work. On my way to work. Um, I've cussed out police. (laughs) I just thank God, you know, the most high has been with me. You know, I ain't been in no trouble. But um, this this is something that you normally do not get to see. You normally don't get to see the curtain pulled back. And what Mike Epps did was pull the curtain back. And he tried his best. If you listen to that Breakfast Club interview, he tried his best not to just... Say, I'm only talking about Kevin Hart, but he—he he was giving you clues as to what's happening. How this guy throw rocks and then hide his hand and pretend like he don't know what's going on, like he played a victim role. I thought that that was key because it—I see what he's what he's uh, what he's uh, what he's saying. You know, you got some people that talk trash, talk their little slick shit, and then. Um, when somebody fired back at him, Oh, why are they attacking me? Oh, they just must be jealous of my success. No, it ain't that. We see what you did. See, you got to remember something else. Mike Epps and Cat Williams are privy to what's going on behind the scenes. The things that we don't see, that Kevin Hart, The little slick shit that Kevin Harp does behind the scenes that we don't know about, they know about it. Okay? And some of this stuff is just starting to leak out. And they're able to, you know, they've pulled the curtain back a little bit and let us see a little bit of what's going on behind the scenes. So this is what's happening. But I think the majority of people, at least from the comment section, understood exactly what Mike Epps was saying. And they, you know, they they... People ain't stupid. We get it. Alright, do me a favor. Ignore the noise in the background. I'm going to talk about um, Conor McGregor and um, Khabib. And this was um, a fight that, man, um, McGregor got his ass warped. I mean, really, got his ass whooped, and deservedly so. When you talk about a man's family, his religion, plus the bus incident, and Khabib wasn't done. When the fight was over, he still wanted to beat some more ass, so he went after, um, he went after the. Um, even after one of uh, McGregor's men on the outside. And I ain't never seen nobody jump that cage that fast. Even Dana White said that. (laughs) Dana White was like, man, he got over that cage so fast. When that fight was over, Khabib was running after McGregor's uh, folks. He jumped that cage so fast, man. Khabib still wanted to whoop some ass.
1: And I don't blame him
0: for all the, you know, for all the things that were said about him, you know. And McGregor talking about he won a rematch. I don't know for what, because he's gonna get his ass whooped again. From what I've seen, he he can't he can't. He's he's not built for um Khabib. Khabib gonna whoop that ass again. The only thing that bothers me is that you know the state of nevada and the um commission is gonna probably um they might even strip the belt from could be i'm hoping not man i'm really really hoping that doesn't happen but um it could really happen from what um dana white is saying and it doesn't sound good you know I don't know if charges going to be pressed against Khabib, but Khabib was, he was apologetic and unapologetic, as he should be, you know. Somebody um, talk trash about your family and your your heritage and, you know, it's personal. It went beyond the fight. It became personal. And Conor McGregor loves to make everything personal. So he personally got his ass whooped. And he almost got his man's ass whooped in the process. You know? Um, from what I'm hearing also, I think Dana White said that he came on... Um, he came on first take and said that... Um, they're holding Khabib's purse. So... These are the this is the bad stuff that came from it, you know, not the fight after the fight, not not the not the after fight. I would not I would not you know, I'm in support of that. Listen, somebody disrespect you, you gotta disrespect them back, you know. And Khabib was about that action. <laughs> Khabib wasn't about to show, you know, let's 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 stand there and talk. And then the fact that his folks came in there and swung on McGregor. So they show you who the real tough guy is. McGregor talked all this smack, but we see who the real tough guy is. Khabib and his folks is really about their action. Not just Khabib, but the people that's with him. They came in and swinging on McGregor, yo. (laughs) Nas uh, had a song that said, Quiet niggas are killed. Loud niggas talk shit, but they be the ones that get killed and this is one of those cases, you know. Um so um this is this is a very bad situation because I got a feeling That they're going to be really, 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 um, strict to the point, um, they're going to, there's going to be a hard sentence on Khabib. I think, I think they're going to come down. I think they're going to bring the hammer down. They're going to bring the hammer down on Khabib. I, I really believe that, um you can see from if dana white is already projecting that these things can happen as far as them holding his purse, stripping his title, charges could be brought up um you can see one of those three i can see at least two of the, two two of those three things happening the reason being is because this was a mega block, um, blockbuster fight and and the violence not going to have it they're not going to have it they're not going to they're not going to let this uh this incident people could have really gotten hurt They're going to take this opportunity to show that they're not going to allow this type of thing to happen again. And again, I understand completely where Khabib is coming from. I'm team Khabib all the way in this one. You disrespect my family, my heritage. You tried to injure somebody on the bus. I get it. But... The state of Nevada ain't going to get it. And they're going to use this as an opportunity to show that this type of behavior is not going to be the norm. They're not going to let someone else get any bright ideas. You know, it's just like the NBA had to handle Ron Artest. You know. So I think it's I think it's like the same situation. But I don't want them to take the belt from him. you know, as a a fan, I hate to see that, he won that fight, fan square, everything that happened after the fight, it's things that happened after the fight, you know, and it is the fight business, things get personal, but I don't want them, I don't want to see them, uh, I don't want to see them take the belt, but it could happen, he could get stripped of the title, you know, maybe in the earlier days of UFC, something like this could have happened. And they might have. You know, he could have. Not necessarily get away with it. But they may have. Been lighter on him. But I think that now. That it's become. Such a, a. A major sport. It's big business. It's big money. In this. UFC is. Worth a lot of money. And there's a lot of eyes watching it. It's not the little sport. That it used to be. You know. And because of that. They're going to have to set an example. Nothing like this has happened before. And when you're the first one to make it happen. They're going to make an example out of you. So, just get ready. The hammer's getting ready to come down. So, after the big melee and the damn near riot that almost took place at UFC uh, 229, uh, after the uh, McGregor-Khabib fight, uh, Khabib finally uh, addresses the media and, uh, gave his apology, but it was kind of like a non-apology. And again, I understand. So here's his uh, post-fight comments. Again, I say I understand where he was coming from. B congratulations on your victory tonight. But as I'm sure you're aware, the story is really about what happened after the fight, unfortunately. Can you tell us in your words... What caused you to to jump over the cage and, and to go after uh, Connor's team?
1: What's up, guys? How are you? Uh, first of all, I want to say sorry to Athletic Commission, Nevada. Sorry to Vegas. I know this is not my best side. You know, this is not my best side. You know, I'm human being, and. Uh, Like, I don't understand how people can talk about I jump on the cage, you know. What about he talk about my religion, he talk about my country, he talk about my father. He come to Brooklyn and he broke bus, he almost killed a couple people. What about this? What about this shit? Why people talk about I jump over the cage? Why people still talk about this? Like, I don't understand. I am respect. My father teach me, hey, you have to be always respectful. My old team where I'm training California seven years, everybody know who I am. All my friends, like everybody who know me, they know who I am, you know? And uh, I told you guys, these guys, not only him, his old team and him, they tap machines, you know? I told you guys, when you put him wrong way, he gonna tap, you know? What happened today? Like, they call him two-time world champion, like two weight classes, but today he tap, and that's why, alhamdulillah, belt is here undisputed undefeated UFC lightweight champion and you know and I want to say something to something like um, you know like people little bit uh, uh. it's not people I think it's media media little bit change MMA this is respect sport you know this is not trash talking sport this is respect so like I told you before guys I want to change this game I don't want people talk shit about like opponents, talk shit about his father, like, like religion. You, you cannot talk about religion. You cannot talk about nation. You know, guys, you cannot talk about this stuff. And you know, this is for me is very important. And, uh, uh <clears throat> thank you so much. Thank you guys. Thank you for waiting for me here. I know my, my father going to smash when I go home because I know he's going to smash me. And, uh, nevada sorry vegas sorry and alhamdulillah undisputed undefeated ufc lightweight champion thank you so much and i'm very proud about like all media talk about he take picture with uh, with putin something like this he just called me and he said he very proud of me i win and he said congratulations and you know I told you guys, everything I'm gonna change 6 October, and I do this. Alhamdulillah, thank you so much. Habib, can you talk about the fight before the brawl?
0: So, he said what he had to say, <laughs> and uh, you know, straight to the point. Okay, I want to say this. Um, I am so sick and tired of non-hip-hop fans commenting on hip-hop videos just because Eminem dropped a fucking album. What are you talking about, Victor Morrow? This is what I mean. I'm so sick and fucking tired of these people. And I think majority of them are white. Or at least non-black. That do not give a fuck about hip-hop. Calling all of Eminem... Enemies. Losers. Like for example. Ja Rule. Ja Rule is one of the most successful artists. um, Of all times. Okay. If you got to make a list. um, This guy has hit. After hit. After hit. Now you have these. Non hip hop fans. That think they know something about hip-hop just because they listen to Eminem. Listening to Eminem doesn't mean you know hip-hop. First of all, let me say this. Eminem as a lyricist is great. Eminem is not the god of hip-hop. This shit is getting annoying. And I didn't want to make this shit about race in the beginning. But it's becoming very fucking annoying. Because you have people saying, oh, who's this guy, Ja Rule? Oh, ja- Eminem killed your career. You are nothing. First of all, Ja Roo probably has more hits, legitimate street hits, probably legitimate hits for actual hip-hop fans than Eminem do. Nobody's in the streets listening to Eminem. It's all of you fucking people who don't even listen to hip hop. You see Eminem album and you go, "Ooh, let me go buy an Eminem album." You only support Eminem because he was the first white rapper that the media told you to support. So stop bullshitting and stop fucking lying. Shit is annoying. They call Joe Budden a loser. Oh, he, this guy can't rap. Eminem will totally destroy you. You don't know that Joe Budden is a great lyricist. Shut the fuck up. And then these, these people... The reason it gets on my nerves is because... They don't care for hip-hop. They just want to have something to say. They want to... They know in their heart. They don't give a damn about the culture. They don't care nothing about hip-hop. They don't care about rap. They don't care about lyrics. They don't care about nothing. All they like is the fact that they got their boy Eminem. Eminem has yet to even really, to be honest with you, Eminem has yet to even make a classic album. He's had... Albums with maybe four or five good songs on them. That's it. He's not. Ne- he's never made an album as good as the Blueprint, or as good as um, Illmatic, or even Stillmatic. To be honest, stop it. Stop the bullshit. And it's so bad that they even hate on MGK. That's how bad <laughs> That's how bad it is. That MGK is white.
1: <laughs> That's how bad it
0: is. MGK's record was better than Eminem's. MGK put together a good fucking record. That was it. He he, he beat Eminem. Eminem could come in and spit this. So, the first of all, Hip-hop is more than just putting a bunch of words together back-to-back. Dumbasses. They think hip-hop is just... Because that's Eminem's flow. I sit back with this pack and this weed. It gives me... That's not what hip-hop is. Did it work for that song? Yes. That's not hip-hop. Just cause you throw a bunch of words together, it doesn't make it dope. <laughs> I think I think Jay said that in uh what was that song? H O V A. When he um when he was dissing Nas, he said that uh just cause you don't understand him, it don't mean that be nice. It just means that you don't understand all the bullshit that he writes. And I feel the same way about Eminem. Like he just... And they go, ooh, this shit was dope. This shit was fire. That's no soul. He has no soul. He has no flow. It's just... And then you go, ooh, this shit was dope. Because you don't know what real hip-hop is. You don't appreciate the culture. You don't understand swag. You don't understand flow. You just hear the dancing. Yeah, you're trying to see the cops cops. So, I just wanted to get that off my chest. I've been wanting to get that shit off my chest for like the past two weeks. Cause Kill Shot was a good disc record, but I've listened to it one time, and that's it. However, Rap Devil by MZK, that shit was dope. That shit had fire. It was it was soulful. I felt it. And then for all those people that say he wasn't talking about nothing, all he talked about was beer being weird. That's a lie too. He exposed the Eminem was in the background calling up Puffy and calling up Jimmy. The power, powers that be. Telling them to, you know, shelf them pretty much. He exposed Eminem. Eminem always act like he's fighting against the powers that be, but he's working with them. Little piece of shit. So... If you're going to talk about hip hop, before you get on the internet and say, hey, Eminem's <laughs> M&M the greatest of all time, compared to who? Who else have you listened to besides Eminem? Because what they do is they listen to rock and roll and whatever um, is popular in their uh neighborhood amongst their culture then they come to our culture and listen to Eminem and go yeah we know the culture now you don't know the fucking culture and this asshole Jordan Tower is another one that gets on my fucking nerves y'all yeah, know Jordan Tower with the with the he's, he's got a huge following um he irritates the shit out of me because he always has this smug voice and anybody that comes against Eminem he act like it like they're whack Joe Budden is not whack Okay, Joe Button buried Drake before Pusha T did but nobody wanted to hype it just because they're going against your boy Eminem it doesn't automatically mean they're whack and record sales don't equal dopeness either just because you sell a bunch of records it doesn't mean that you're dope especially in this day and age you got people buying records Record companies that buy records. This shit don't even mean nothing no more. Jay-Z's last album, 444, went platinum before it even got released because they had already bought all the damn albums. They bought a million albums already. The people are stupid, man. So my response to this is this. Please, if you're not a hip-hop head, stay the fuck off the hip-hop sites. Listen to your Eminem and shut the fuck up. Thank you.